Welcome to Perch Points. We are excited for another episode today. I'm here with my brother, Scott. And I took to- a nap today. Oh, you took a nap. That's good. We'll wake up with the cold one. Uh, we're going to be discussing a little bit of everything in sports today, almost like a little potluck for us. And uh, let's get into it, baby. Let's rally. points sports potluck scotty i know you got a lot going on over there what you got to talk about today well i'd like to go ahead and discuss our favorite scorers of nba playmakers favorite players pastime but mostly present players as well yes i guess i will uh i'd like to start off by doing your favorite scorer meaning the way he gets to the hoop doesn't matter if it's shooting, doesn't matter if it's a drive, step back, anything like that. Are we going to the past, or is this is like um, let's let's go like I'd like to first? start in the past. Correct. Okay. Who's For, your favorite? Like AI. Really, that's your favorite. Easily, guy? yep. Just the crossover, the ball handling is insane. Mm. That guy. I mean, not to. I know it's your favorite player, but not to bring up Jordan and that crossover. But that thing was sick. Yeah. No. I'm Jordan could finish. Too. I mean, he had to go through more contact than almost anybody. Oh, he, no doubt. He well, he wanted. You could just tell him like, he was aggressive enough to go to the hoop. He really wanted to score. I mean, he he was so competitive. He wanted to win every single time he had the ball, and he knew that he would be the one to do it more than anybody. The iconic uh, dunks, um, his shooting, everything was great. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to playmaking, to me, if you have good handles, all the attention is drawn to you. So. That'll free up. Doesn't matter who it is. It's going to free up somebody when you get start getting double team. Mm. Then at that point, the assist numbers start going up and up and up. And then once you start creating more open shots, that leads to easy buckets, which leads to a lot more dubs too. Yeah, yeah, it was small. Yeah, it was very small. Wasn't I think it was? I think it was like five nine or something along the lines of that. But that that'd be my favorite playmaker. Yeah, um, playmaker slash scorer, but. What oh, about you? If we're going playmaker slash scorer, I'm going to go right to Magic Johnson. Okay. Like, if we're going past, Magic past Johnson first. was just unreal. Like, his ball fakes, all his moves he could handle. He was big. I mean, he basically was way too big to play point guard, but yet he was a point guard because of his ball handling and his vision. Guy could score, pass, do it all. He was really good to watch. Um, He's probably, probably when it comes to playmaking score, he's probably one of the best. And then... Uh, just straight scores from the past too, like Larry Bird highlights were pretty insane. That guy was competitive as hell too. I mean, if you think about when, like, I was just watching the uh, Last Dance documentary again the other day, and just watching Jordan like talk about like Bird and Magic, it was always like Bird and Magic that he referred to. And this also goes to like just other stuff like main scores, like Kareem was a monster, guys like that. But like when it comes to like Jordan, who's like again my goat, Jordan is. And then you go ahead and he talks about Bird and like Magic being like the best. So I'm, I I got to take it as 
Like, and yeah, you played yeah. against those guys, you would. And and I think Jordan's the best. So when he says that Bird and Magic were like some of his best to go up against, I, I have to agree. Speaking of ball fakes and things, I still love watching highlights from Dr. J. Oh, Dr. J was crazy. Some of those just open, open I always, hand ball fakes. I always insane. think of that play where he had that layup underneath the basket yep, where he goes, just scoops it and it looks like he just hangs. He's in the basically upper. going out of bounds while oh, on yeah. the baseline. Yeah, no, he was unreal. I love watching that, dude. Back when Stars actually played in the dunk contest. Yeah, I wish they would bring that back, dude. It's I'm tired of it dying out. But yeah. as you did say from the All-Star Game weekend podcast that we did have, your boy Mac. Yeah, I got one thing right. That's a, I, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why a, Vegas is king. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, present day. Present day scorer or uh, present day playmaker. Luca. Luca. I know that Luca's like one of your favorites. Luca is definitely my favorite player in the league right now. He makes it look too easy. Yeah. He's good, man. You know what my favorite thing is right now, just not really off time, but with Luca, is just how much he like owns Devin Booker. He owns Devin Booker. I love seeing that <laughs> meme when he's at the free or uh somebody shooting free throws and they're right next to each other, how he leans in and just smiles at him. Oh, and he looks at him he's like, like yeah, hey, this is my about. house now. Well, he was he running leave. in that same game when they were kicking the hell out of him. Like he was running back, Luca was, and then like Booker like bumps into him, and, and Luke's just like, like "What the what hell are you like, doing? You're getting destroyed." Like, yeah, dude. Yes, for me, um, even though it's not really, he's not really a fresh in the league by any means, but I love watching KD, dude. Oh, KD's Slim Reaper. It, yeah, Slim Reaper for sure. <laughs> I mean, just the his signature shot, just out of that post move. If you want to say the post move, it's more like a just dribble pull up right in front of you at the at the uh, at the elbow. Another guy that I like uh, with KD um, is Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard is just unreal. Dame time. He loves to shoot. He's not afraid of the big moments, and that's what I need for a score. Speaking of that, I mean, you can easily transition then to Steph too, man. Steph is just oh, great to me, greatest shooter of all time. Yep, I can't I can't argue. I mean, I know a lot of. People like the whole Ray Allen narrative, and then oh, yeah. who else was there? Ray was a beast. Yeah. No, Ray Ray was a beast, but I mean, Curry is just he he hits him from anywhere. Like it doesn't even matter. He's true in the gym range, which is a problem for most teams. That's the wildest part, though. He's such a small dude compared to Curry. Yeah, yeah. compared to any of the other. I mean, what, I think he's like six two, six you know, three. You know who my favorite up and coming scorers? Very young. He puts up stupid amount of points. Not Cam Thomas. Nope. <laughs> nope. He he does. He gets like thirty five a night almost. West Coast or not West Western Conference. Take a guess. Come on, just one guess. Nope. What you got? I, I, there's SGA. too many. Come man. on, SGA. Oh, okay. That's that's fair. easy. Thirty five a night. Western yeah, young that guy's insane. That, yeah, no one else is scoring like him. Put me on the spot for that one. <laughs> well, I thought you would guess SGA. <laughs> yeah, I should have known that. Yeah. I do like the. Thunder. He plays with your boy Giddy. Yes. Did Giddy do okay? Giddy up. Oh yeah, Giddy up, baby. Giddy up was a couple of boards short again from a triple double. Damn. He's going to get one soon. Yeah. But uh, as for more like today's scores, Tatum's pretty good. I'm not a big Tatum fan. I think he's kind of weak mentally. I know that's kind of shit to say, but like in the playoffs, dude, like last year in the finals when they played the Warriors, they contained his ass. I don't like that. He's still, he's still, he's not that I don't, old yet. He's still young. I'm sick of hearing that shit though. Yeah, I know. You either have it or you fucking don't. He doesn't have that dog in him. He's weak. That's fair. I think he's weak as hell. Like Jokic is Jokic is good. I, Jokic needs to win a series, man. Like a couple series. 
that's my only concern about Jokic right now. I think he's a great playmaker and all the stuff with his triple doubles, but dude needs to like win. He's the only one who's not winning. And if you're gonna get triple uh, a three peat for MVP, you need to fucking win a, a big series. You got to make it to the finals. Do you think he needs help? Uh, I mean, I know you got I mean, Jamal Murray, you got Michael Porter Jr. I don't know. To me, that should be almost enough. I was surprised Just to trade away. Dominant he is. I'm, I'm surprised to trade away Bones. Yeah. I like Bones. So do I. He didn't seem happy though, because he he left and he seemed pissed. So I don't know if he was pissed that they left, like got rid of him, or if he was pissed because of the situation that he left. I have no idea. But Porter Jr., Murray, Bruce Brown's good. I mean, you're getting a triple double every night, so clearly people are scoring when you pass him the ball. I don't know if he needs. I think my problem with Jokic is he doesn't score more than twenty something points a game. His field percentage is good. I mean, he easily can. I just think he's trying to pass the ball too much. He just needs to be the man and just go ahead and score. Like Embiid. Points. Yeah. And Embiid, Embiid is your other scorer. I mean, he'll put up like almost 40 a night too. And he, but there's nights nice. he just wants to pass the ball all the time. Like, just just go score. That Nuggets team is a really good team. I think they could easily make a run. I The West is hard, though. It, it is hard. You still have the Warriors, the Suns, the Mavs. And the the Kings as of right now. Kings look good. Clippers, Clippers are my dark horse. I put money on the Clippers. Sorry, everybody. Uh-oh. When they got rust, I was all in. I put money on the Nuggets to begin the year. Did you? Mm-hmm. It was... Uh, looks yeah, no, not too bad. It was, I think, uh, 20, 20 to hit for like 500 or something like that. So, That's good. Yeah, not too bad. When Let's it comes it to uh, playmakers, though, for the present, I'd say probably Harden and Chris Paul and Jokic are your top three. Yeah, I can't disagree when with it that. Comes to because it's the same reasoning why I said like for the whole AI thing, when people start to double you, mm-hmm. like they're going to double Jokic now, how yeah. can you not? I mean, there's not one, there's barely anybody that can keep up with that guy in the league. You know what's funny though? It's like with Chris Paul, they don't really double him. And he still makes the best plays. He's for really good at Chris hitting Paul? people cutting. Yeah, Chris. Oh yeah, he's, I mean, he's been doing that for, how, what is yeah. it, 15 years? Yeah. Le- and I, I, LeBron's pretty good too. Probably not my, 15. That, my only problem with LeBron is again, it's just, uh, I like to see him be more aggressive too, and he has been this year. I'm the thing that pissed me off about LeBron since we're just talking about like random NBA shit. The thing that pissed me off about LeBron is that game that he broke the scoring title. He didn't play in the fourth quarter, and they lost by three. And then he comes back after All Star and goes, "These next twenty something games are gonna be so important to me in my career because I really want to make the playoffs again." And he since yeah, he, he missed he didn't it, want to miss out too. Yeah, and, and okay, well, if you're so competitive and you give a shit, why the hell are you not in the game? In, see, that's what pisses court? me off. Like. I remember Kobe saying that mm-hmm. when he, that's why he always played hurt. You always see him on the bench at the end of the game or towards the end of the game, whatever it may be ice packs on every single joint in that man's body on that man's body, yep. because his reasoning was the fact that what if the family of six or four or whatever the hell it was saves up just enough money. Finally, after however long it was to go to stable center yep. to see him. And he's not playing because of load management. Yeah. How about you just don't play the guy 38 minutes a game? And he didn't even play that much in that game. That's what really makes me mad. That's why. Yeah. And then I think, um, was it Anthony Edwards that said something? I think I can't. On his team? No. uh, Somebody was saying after the all-star break that the load management was a bunch of shit. I think it was Anthony Edwards. He's got that attitude. Yeah. And I'm glad. Somebody yeah. has to say it. Oh yeah. Just I mean, at this at that point, instead of this whole load management thing, why don't yeah. you, like I said, why don't you just play the guy like thirty minutes a game or something like that? There's there's enough time when he's uh set out because of blowouts. 
the league is so many. It's really been a blowout league this year. And yeah, you don't need a whole game off for that. Hell no. It would there's end up being time. like what three days total. You, can, you cannot. You cannot lose to the fucking Thunder at home. Yeah, that was terrible. Absolutely garbage. I uh, and again, same thing with the uh, the last dance uh, show. Jordan literally said the same exact thing that you just said about Kobe or whatever. Like, if if you're coming to see me, it is my job to give you my best performance every night. You are paying to see me. I should not take a night off. And I understand then when these guys, whether it be football, basketball, whatever, go at it and say, well, you're not the one putting your body on the line. And and then the fan comes back with, well, you're making $27 million a year. What do you want me to do about that kind of thing? But at the same time, that is why you're making that money, because you are putting your body on the line and you are for entertainment purposes for us fans. That's why it, it bugs the living shit out of me when people, oh, it's sitting out for load management. Especially in the NBA when you have, like, the newest, like, equipment and shoes and trainers and shit. Like, there's more, like, medicine and stuff out there than there was before. They should be ready every single day at that point with all that, like you said, with all the help that they get from these trainers. Totally agree. Um, the other part of our potluck that I wanted to bring up to the table would be MLB, the pitch clock. So I saw that they're implementing that into a couple of the games in Lakeland or any of these spring training games. And I believe it was it was 20 yeah 20 seconds if there's a runner on base in between for in between pitches. 15 seconds if there is nobody on base. What are your thoughts on that? I absolutely hate it. I hate it. I am I I don't like to be old school in like anything, but I am like old school when it comes to you don't need to speed it up to try and get people's attention. If they think baseball is boring, you don't need there's you need to stop trying to get that fan in my opinion who doesn't like it already. Just speeding it up, making the pitches in between go faster and all that crap is not going to make the guy want to stay. Like if he if he's really that concerned about the game being another 10, 15, 20 minutes because there is no pitch clock, he is not going to stay anyways. Well, to me, I actually like it myself. <laughs> not because <laughs> not because of the whole I mean 20 minutes but they were saying it actually could cut it down for like to like 40 minutes depending on 30 minutes or so what? whatever it was i think it was like 30 i can't remember what the average time but it was it was in a minor league game so that's probably why it cut down so much because those guys are ass but yeah. when it comes <laughs> <laughs> sorry minor leaguers yeah well sorry guys sorry yes. badoo oh, no, <laughs> like what you're saying last no, time no. <laughs> like, right matt <laughs> so uh badoo, no Anyway, there have already been a couple of games in spring training down there that um, I think Manny Machado started his at bat and they gave him oh for one or zero and one gave him a strike because it took too long to get in the box. Oh, so he got struck out because he didn't get in the box. That's well, he got one strike on him for that. But there is another scenario that I saw today as well that the guy got was too late to get into the box. I don't know what their time limit is, but whatever. He was too late to get into the box, and it was bottom of the ninth, bases loaded, and he got he got the third strike called on him, and that ended the game. Oh my god! Yeah, and he had a chance to uh, tire beat tire win. He should, it, oh, yeah. That pissed me off, man. Now that See? I think is way too excessive. You can't have. I mean, it shouldn't I, dictate a game. I no, that's that's what I agree. I feel like okay, have your pitch clock though. Like I I like the pitch clock. Don't get me wrong, but turn it off in the ninth inning. Yeah. Oh yeah. No reason. Yeah. 
it's like fourth quarter in yeah. football. If you run out of bounds, that time is done. Yeah, Your time's not like rolling. That's a good point. Like so that. that's why I feel like they need to at least turn it off in the ninth. My actual, I have another issue with the pitch clock, and this is something because I, I, I like just thinking strategy wise of what I would do. If you, I'm a base runner, and I brought this, I actually talked about this on the ticket. I called in about this. This was like back that. in the summer. Yeah, you'd take yeah, off. Yeah, I, I called in the radio station to talk about this, and I said, where is the pitch clock shown? Because if I'm a runner on base, I can see the pitch clock. And clearly, if it's 20 seconds, and I know this guy's got a pitch or it's a ball, I'm going to take off right at one second every damn time. Because what he's going to do, he throws over, it's a ball for the guy, and it helps out. Like, that's what I don't understand about this whole pitch clock thing is, it's got to be somewhere where the runners can't see, in my opinion, because they'll know when to take off. Problem is, is you can't have it where the runners can't see because you have to have the pitcher be able to see it as well. And if the pitcher's looking at home plate, where do you think all the runners are yeah, going to be looking at? Anyway? That's what I'm saying. They're always looking I at think stolen bases are going to be through the roof. And then they have the bigger bases, too. But that's too. the other reason why they're doing that, because they want more excitement in the game. They want more stolen bases. So at that point, yeah, everybody is going to be taking off at one second. But you know it. I know it. The catcher knows it. The pitcher knows it. Everybody does. So at that point, what are you going to do? You're probably going to pitch it out anyway. But and you get can. You, yes, you can. Not every You're going to throw a ball anyway, though. If what for a pitch out when you're when you're trying to catch a guy stealing, what are you going to do? You're going to throw it high, right? Mm-hmm. At that point, if you're going to play the game back at them. If you have a ball to waste, why wouldn't you go up at it and then, oh shit, this guy's taking off because he knows like the pitch clock's down. And then if worse comes to worse, he gets caught in the middle. You're throwing it right back to first base, and where's he going? Right back to your glove. He's out. Yeah. Or or he could fake it. That's what I mean. Not like the runner could fake like he's stealing and then and then if you pitch out you're screwed and then that adds more time in the game this is why hey, i'm 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 defending my no pitch clock scenario okay I, i'm i'm against you here i'm playing devil devil's advocate i don't want a pitch clock i think it's going to ruin the game i think you're going to see stolen base records i really that's do. the point they want to do it so it's more it's exciting cheap, it's cheap so well what do you want me to say about that <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like i said there's no right or wrong answer i just we all have different opinions and that's the thing everyone's gonna have different opinions the right answer is sure. that it's a good thing to have well, if it, if, it, if it truly does speed up the thing and that's what they want, my my issue is not so time. much about speeding up the game. Yes, it is has to do. It does have to do a lot with that, but it's also to make it more exciting because that's what MLB's goal is right now. Is that's why the bases are larger to get more stolen bases on that as well, and for safety at first base so nobody gets an ankle stepped on. But that's why the pitch clocks there. It's to get the game moving, get more exciting plays, and I, I have another another negative point. Thank you. Okay, great. You're, you're a bowler. Yeah, some days. Yeah, okay. You have your 300, right? You go up there for that last ball. You definitely take longer than you usually do, right? Not a lot longer, but you think about it. You're up there. You take your deep breath more than, like, it, your first ball. That I, I do that on my second to last one, which would be the okay. beginning of the ninth inning. So okay. there you go. Second Time one. is off. Shot clock's off. So, so same deal. The guy's got a perfect game going. You don't think he's going to take an extra second to breathe and stuff, and now he's got to rush with the 20-second mark? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see a guy who guy's got a perfect game, game going. Are you talking about it for the ninth frame? Yeah. Or ninth, uh, like ninth inning? Yeah. Ninth inning frame, thanks. <laughs> He's but, getting tired. He might need to take a second. But that's why I said they need to take the pitch clock away yeah. in the ninth inning. I don't think they're going to. I think it's I don't either. Nothing. I don't either. Which is why I have to say no. Lame. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Sorry, I had to give him the look. Hey, hey, y'all have your own opinions out there listening to this, so you can either side with me or who's right or Scotty. It I will definitely be putting this either on Facebook or Instagram at Perch Points Podcast and taking a poll up okay. there. And I want to see everybody's comments on what they have to They're say about say that. No. I want to say I want to see a yes or a no. 
It's and they're going to say, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and other, again, let's sw- change the topic here. I know that uh, you had a nice win the other night on the good old FanDuel. Yes, uh, my three-by-two round robins came in clutch again. That's why I recommend doing that as much as you can. I did a top scorer parlay. That is almost impossible to hit. I don't know how you did it, man. That was just crazy. Just when you pick top point scorers in the game, you have to have the guy who scores the most points for you to win. And when you do it with a parlay, it's even harder. Yeah, I went ahead and put in Julius Randle against the Wizards to have the highest scoring of the entire game out of everybody. DeJounte Murray to have the highest score. This was yesterday, actually. DeJounte Murray to have the highest score and Zach Levine. So yesterday's was Julius Randle and Zach Levine both had the top scorers out of their game, and DeJounte Murray did not. He was about seven points off. And so I ended up winning about 50 bucks off of $9 for that one. But the big one was the day before. Sorry, scrolling down on that one right now. Um, Jaden Ivey, Buddy Heald, and Evan Mobley. And guys, yep. guys, I would not expect to ever score the most. I don't know how you picked this. Uh, I did a lot of research on it, to be honest with you. Really? <laughs> yeah, like, I went in deep for it. Because if I had to go Pistons game, I'm picking Bogdanovich. He takes the most shots. Right, but Jaden Ivey also killed the Magic last time that they played him. So what was your thought process on Mobley? Because, again, I'm thinking Donovan Mitchell. I'm thinking like these guys. Well, the reason why I like Mobley is because he's got to draw Jokic out, more oh. or less. And Jokic, as dominant of a offensive player he is, he's not the greatest at defense. Okay. So I wanted to just kind of give it a shot. Don't get me wrong. It, these are all long shots. I mean, Jaden Ivey was plus 1,200. Oh, yeah. Evan Mobley was plus 1,700. And Buddy Heald was twenty uh, plus 2,900. So that was the longest shot. So how much you win? And that, the Buddy Heald... <laughs> but the, <laughs> he's giving me the eyebrow raise. Um, Buddy Heald was the only one that did not hit the top scorer, which kind of sucked. But so Jaden Ivey and Mobley both did, and I put nine dollars round robin it. So two out of three to hit seven hundred and two dollar profit. Bang, bang! I didn't want right. to yell bang, but bang. That, yeah, that's a bang. Exactly. Woo. If Buddy Heald were to have been the top scorer, he wasn't close. Don't get me wrong. Miles Turner had forty. That's insane. It would have been $35,000 off of five oh bucks. My, oh, my God. The parlay that I just put together for all three of them without a round robin, the odds on it were plus 701900 Scott, you could have bought us a studio. I <laughs> Yes, yes, I probably. Yeah, no, I definitely. I, I could have bought us a few of them at that point. Holy shit. Yeah. That's awesome. Good for you, man. That's cool. Thanks, thanks. Today I, I had Halliburton and Rozier going at it, but they were... They were pretty close, but they got outscored, so it just didn't work out for that one today. Yeah. And one more thing for our potluck that I want to talk about. Your boy, George. I love George. He's still going flipping strong. He should. Matt, do you like George? I don't want to, like, throw you off guard here, but I just want to know if you like George. I mean, George is pretty cool. I mean, um, he's not cool. He's the man. He's the man. (laughs) He's got that, just that 
blank stare on his face. Here, like I'll be, he I'll be George know what for the, the rest of this podcast. Doing. This is George. This is George for us podcast. Yeah, he's got that blank. If you're gonna stare. be George for the rest of the podcast. You just look can't at, even look say at that haircut. Yeah, look at that haircut. It's all about that the messy bowl bowl. haircut. Looks like that looks like me back when I was that age. Oh, talk about the, my man had the chains rolling though. Look at the chains. Look on at those chains. I actually I like those chains that they're doing nowadays. Those chains are funny because they have them for like the Lions games. You just hate kids. No, no, no. No, I'm just hey. I sent yeah, maybe. So, I sent, <laughs> but listen to this. I sent this to you guys. Um, I think either today or yesterday, the two brothers that were at the Wings game, mm-hmm. and I sent to both of you guys. I said, "Little mini Robin Scott." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, Wings have been really good, though. I mean, they won again against the Rangers, which I did not expect. That and they're playing tonight. They are yeah. the oh, yeah, bottom yeah. seed. They are in the eighth seed right now. And the playoffs. Who they uh, play tonight? I wonder. I don't even know. We'll have to look that up. I don't know, my, but I know my cousin and her friends are there. Oh, so, they're at the game. Oh, so yeah. it's, it's oh yeah, that's tonight. right. They're playing Tampa. They, they asked me. They're oh, like, they got Tampa. They're like they're like wings game tonight, and I was like, damn it. It's like I got my grandma's birthday, and then I got to film the podcast. See, you're so. you're a good man. I would have said, Grandma, I got to leave a little early. I got to catch the red hot Red Wings <laughs> playing tonight against Tampa. And they're gonna kick their ass. Well, also I they got also you guys, losing. so I they're gotta, also I, losing. I gotta help you guys film this podcast. Oh, he said film, film. Just to let everybody know, I've it's been not a video. Rob and I have been. This will be on the blooper report. Yeah, Rob and I have been saying film instead of record. We don't have film. No, we okay, don't. just to let you know. But we do have audio. We have audio. That's a recording. Which, recording. We so, do not have film. Maybe one day we can bring this thing to Twitch. Red, Red Wings, Ooh. baby. You think they're going to make the playoffs? Yes, yes. or no? At this yes rate, no? absolutely. Fast, yeah. yes. I think so, too. You think Bertuzzi's going to be on the team? No. No? I don't either. Yeah, where he's... Where is I'd he like been? to keep the, him. The, the reason why they want to trade Bertuzzi is because he's a free agent after this year, and they don't think they're going to sign him again. The guy they don't think they him. can afford him. He gets hurt too often. And that's my reason I don't really want him on there. And I was... So when we were talking about the uh, Who's Your Tiger game, yeah, I was gonna say Bertuzzi, but then really, I, I caught myself. Tyler's your guy. Tyler was my guy. I'm surprised, man. Yeah, when he was like, you know, a good scorer, like when he was scoring a lot and everything. He's falling off. I, he's I'm, falling he, off. No, he's very good. Okay, he's he's good. I don't say very good. He's good. He's not my uh, favorite guy anymore. He's good, he's but I don't want to pay him the money, and also I don't want him to walk away. At the end of the year, and get nothing. That's the that's the only argument right now. Stevie Y is pretty damn good in the draft. Okay, I think we can all agree that we got Cider and Raymond and all these guys that have been pretty good. Yeah, I think you need to ship him off. Get a I don't know if you can get a first. I don't know if you can get a high second, and maybe a player to kind of fill in for this little playoff push. But we still get something for Bertuzzi because I think if we make the playoffs, and I don't want to be negative, if we make the playoffs and we go up against Boston. I'll tell you right now, it's going to be a sweep. All we need is George. George can't save you. <laughs> George ain't going to save you. You know what? Marshan's going to go over there and don't tr- say tr- it. Don't say he's going to try and high stick George. Ah, oh, you said it. He's going to go, oh, little geez. kid. This is not a sound effect podcast. That that oh, sound man. effect is beautiful. It is now. But no, I mean, a few I mean, drops in here. I mean, if George is the good luck charm, nope. Let it happen. I, just let it happen. Can I just I'm buy that go kid ahead. tickets? No, it's not George. It's just the damn team's playing well with George I mean, there. I'll I, and I will admit 
that is a good point. They won on the road. George not George is not on the ice. And they won on the road. The boys are. He's in their hearts. What is George the octopus? We got to throw George. No, the we're ice. not throwing George <laughs> on the ice. I, I, that'd be funny to see. He just no, like no, 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 no. He'd be not. okay. We'll put him in bubble wrap or something. We're not throwing George oh on my the God, ice. Throwing Oops. a kid on the ice. Yeah, like in bubble wrap. Like it'd be fun. He'd have a good time. Like those bouncing ball things. You know, the, the hamster balls. balls. Yeah, yeah. The put hamster him in a hamster ball. ball. Yeah, okay, now, hamster now, ball. now, see, now I'm George, down. George rolls around. Gets the crowd hype. Now I am. I'm in. I'm totally in. Hey everybody, I'm George. I'm rolling on the ice. Why does George sound like that? Because of his haircut and his blank look? Because he's a kid. Kids don't sound like that. Well, of course, because I have an Adam's apple, of course. What do you you want? I'm not talking about what you're eating for dinner. Apples. Apple pie? (laughs) All right, go Wings. Uh, I like uh, Huso more than anything in the world. That's my favorite guy. He's same. 100%. Dude, the guy is just a stone wall. He's awesome. Yeah, the only game he lost was when they played my Senators, and Senators lit their ass up, but that was when they were struggling, baby. And now they're bottom in the league. Yeah, Ottawa sucks. They're going to win against Ottawa, too, for sure. I don't know how much time we have left here. Um, we just got a few minutes before we have to wrap up, so I... Yeah. So, Scott, you want to finish this off here? Yeah, I could do that. Um I just, I guess my thing is, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in for these first handful of episodes that we have recorded. And don't forget, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Perch Points Podcast. And that's on both platforms there. Thanks again for listening on our Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Everybody have a good day.